We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Got a little bit of an earlier episode for you guys today if you were watching along on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Torres or over on Twitter at mTorres Sports, also on the Ducks Digest Facebook page. Uh, we are doing our Oregon football slash recruiting mailbag episode. Trying to do these every single week. Make sure you guys are part of the show. A lot of times I do these pre-recorded episodes that drop in the morning, but um, kind of nice to, to send us into the weekend with a little bit of a live show uh, and uh, a mailbag to get to see what you guys have to say about Oregon football. So um, with all of that being said, let's hop right into the mailbag, or as they say on the Cover 3 podcast, another podcast I like to listen to, open up the big old bag of mail. If you guys are here in the live chat, go ahead and uh, ask me a question in the live chat. It can be football-related or recruiting-related. Um, going to be going, it looks like my goal is for about 30 minutes today, a little bit of a shorter episode, um, but nonetheless wanted to get on here and uh, get you guys uh, some more duck talk because I know that that's what you're here for. So yeah, if you guys have a question, definitely go ahead and throw it in the comments and I'll do my best to answer it. Uh, the first question of today's mailbag episode comes from uh, Kayla or Kala84745. Um, question is, how do you see this 24 class finishing? As you said, are missing out on some players, though it hurts, won't be a consistent trend. Who ends up being a duck? So this is a really interesting question, kind of projecting the, the finish of this class. Gives me a little bit of an idea for a story. Um, but I think I see Oregon's class finishing inside the top 10. I don't think that's an unrealistic expectation or an unrealistic goal for the Ducks on the recruiting trail under the uh, Dan Lanning this cycle. They're at number 12 right now, according to 247 Sports, and they're still in the running for a lot of blue chip elite talent on the recruiting trail. Um, and like you said, kind of in the question, missing out on some of these guys, some of these top targets definitely hurts, but 
we're only in August. So just because you miss out now in August or maybe even earlier in the summer months doesn't mean that they're ultimately not going to end up at Oregon. Uh, the Ducks are definitely working to try and flip a couple of guys. Uh, I talked about some of those recruits on a recent episode of the pod and certainly on a story over on Ducks Digest. Um, not all of them are likely flip candidates, but I talked about guys like Justin Williams, talented linebacker out of Georgia, Nate Frazier, or sorry, out of uh, Texas, committed to Georgia. Nate Frazier is one of the best all-purpose backs in the country, also committed to Georgia out of modern day. Then you have uh, Elijah Rushing, the edge rusher out of Arizona. I think Oregon's still staying involved there and going to do with it whatever they can to try to flip him. But that's going to be a tough one as well. Um, you also have uh, um, Jeremiah McClellan, who's a really, really good wide receiver, committed to Ohio State. Um, I think maybe some of the, the possibility or some of the hope there is that Brian uh, Hartline might head to the NFL and that could maybe be an opening for the Ducks to get back into that recruitment. Maybe they get him on campus. Remember, with Jeremiah McClellan, the Ducks were trying to get him on campus for uh, for Saturday Night Live in late July, but that one ultimately didn't end up happening. So because that trip didn't happen, I know that the Ducks would love to try to get him back on campus uh, here in the 24 cycle. Um of other guys that that come to mind um those are those are the main ones that come to mind right now uh they just came off the uh flip of dakota fields from usc so they definitely have some some there um but as far as who ends up being a duck i think the ducks are still in a really good spot with sioni laulea uh the number one junior college prospect in the country this cycle He's working from a top three to Oregon, USC, and Miami. And I think that Oregon is a huge player in that recruitment after getting him out on campus for his official visit back in June. Um, six foot four, six foot three cornerbacks uh, are not very easy to find, and he's got some great speed as well. So I think he's a guy who remains at the, the top of, of Oregon's board in terms of corners that they're still looking for. Probably the top corner, I would think because they don't really have that great of a shot in my eyes for Kobe Black, a five-star corner in the 24 class out of Texas. He looks like he's turning into Steve Sarkeesian and the Longhorns. As far as other players that could end up being a duck, I'm not, I'm not putting my predictions in on this show right now, but guys that I think Oregon definitely has a shot at. Got to look at Jason Brown Jr., 2024 running back out of Washington. I wrote a recent story over on Ducks Digest, Prospect Pulse, where I kind of weigh in and give my thoughts on where Oregon stands with a recruit. And I think Oregon has a great chance to land Jason Brown Jr. It might be time for me to put in a prediction for him, but uh, not not jumping the gun just yet. You got Oregon, Michigan State, and Washington all in the running there. I think Oregon has a commanding lead right now with uh, Michigan State running in second. And then you also have Washington at number three. but Washington is just they haven't done a good job recruiting in-state talent. Certainly uh, crazy to me how they haven't done a better job recruiting Jason Brown, seeing that he's right in their backyard. But that's fine for Oregon. They're they're totally cool with taking some of these top players out of the state of Washington away from the Huskies. You also have Braden Platt who picked up two new crystal ball predictions in favor of Oregon on Thursday, and they were pretty notable ones. I think from Brandon Huffman. Um, who is based out of the the Washington out of Washington, kind of that Seattle area, 
um, so that he has a really good pulse on recruitments out there just in general. So you have Braden Huffman and Steve Wolfong both put in predictions for Braden Platt to go to Oregon. Um, I think that's definitely a, a great shot for the Ducks there. I put my prediction in last month, but I think that Oregon's definitely in a good spot there for Braden Platt to kind of round out their linebacker core. You lose out on a guy like Justin Williams, and that's definitely a, a tough sting team that was down to Oregon and Georgia. But there's really not too much you can say to, uh, to try to get a guy to go to Oregon over Georgia. It's just really tough. You know, we've, we've talked about that on the show before. But I like where they stand for uh, Braden Platt. Also have Aiden Breland, the five-star defensive lineman. Uh, I think he's another guy that Oregon is really, really heavily in the mix for. He's kind of buttoned up when it comes to interviews, doesn't want to share a whole lot, but he loves Tony Tony Tuyoti, uh, Dan Lanning, and Tosh McCoy. has been to Oregon a bunch of times, so certainly has the familiarity and the visits going there. Um, but I think that he's another guy that Oregon could very well end up finishing with. But I think there's still a, a bit to go in that recruitment. So that was a, a great first question. I hope I did a good job answering it. Um, how do we see it finishing? Yeah, top 10. Those are some of the guys that I think could hop in the fold, feel good about Platt, feel good about Brown. Um, and you also have some offensive linemen that you're still looking to fill out for. But that's another question later in the show. So we'll go ahead and table that one for later. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, got another question from uh, the mailbag. This is coming from Twitter. I always put out a call for questions on Twitter. But just so you guys know, I always prioritize that at mTourist Sports where you can find those uh, tweets to uh, ask your question there, but I'll see if I can get to some of these in the live chat because I, I see that we have some of those as well. But the next question comes from Matt Hardy. Matt asks, who do you see as making the biggest impact of the incoming freshmen on offense and defense? Really good timing with this question because I just posted a story over on Ducks Digest where I ranked uh, the true freshmen that have the best chance to play for Oregon in 2023. Uh, so we'll choose one from each side of the ball here for this question. Um, I think one of the ones that jumps off the page, probably the fastest, is a true freshman defensive end, edge rusher, outside linebacker, however you want to categorize them. It's kind of all the same thing uh, in Oregon's scheme as far as edge and outside linebackers. But Mateo is listed as a defensive end. Mateo Uyunglele, I think, has the best chance to make the biggest impact for Oregon uh, on defense. As a true freshman, 
he comes out of uh, the Southern California area, Bellflower, California, St. John Bosco, defending national champions. Uh, got to cover Mateo quite a bit in, uh, in high school. Even played a game inside Odson Stadium during his uh, senior year last year for the Braves. And I got to go to that game and then covered the Eastern Washington game the next day. But Mateo is, is really, really special. I think we already knew that when he was in high school. But I think it's just becoming that much more evident uh, this time around in, um, in college. Uh, why is that? What makes him special? Well, for starters, he really jumps out from a physical standpoint. You don't see a whole lot of true freshman defensive linemen, edge rushers at six foot five, 270 pounds. So he certainly looks the part from a physical standpoint, which is kind of that first box that you need to check. Can your body take the, the wear and tear of the college level. Um, and then you also just have to look at the kind of athlete that he is. Um, Mateo played both sides of the ball throughout most, most of his high school career. Uh, and then he kind of focused more so on def defense uh, as a senior. But I remember watching that Southern section CIF game against Modern Day, and Mateo made some really big plays as a tight end. Uh, and he even took some snaps as a tight end in spring ball. So He's a guy who, who has some possible two-way potential. Uh, some of the people that I've talked to that are close to the program tell me that he, he may even be an NFL caliber tight end. Like he's just that talented and has just that much potential. But right now, Drew Marringer says it looks like he's going to be focusing on defense, complicated scheme. Uh, but fortunately for him, uh, I've talked to a lot of Bosco recruits and they've told me that there's some good overlap similarities between the St. John Bosco defense and the Oregon defense. So I think that that lends itself to Mateo probably grabbing, grasping, understanding the playbook uh, a little bit faster than maybe your typical true freshman would. But this is a guy who has, like I said, crazy athleticism. Um, just being able to move the way he does, being able to bend the way he does is, is part of what's generating so much uh, noise here uh, in that final week of fall camp for the Ducks. So um, he's a guy who has was really well coached at the high school level, and then now he's getting even better coaching uh, from the Ducks here. And there's a big need for uh, edge rushers at Oregon right now. Uh, Jordan Birch is a guy I talked about on yesterday's episode as one of the people that has one of the players that has the most to prove for Oregon here in the 2023 season. Um, so, uh, if Jordan Birch and Lulu can both uh, you know, really pop off this year. Uh, I think that that's going to be a, a great situation for Oregon. That said, even though Mateo is generating all this hype, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't start right out of the gate um, because you just kind of want to ease him into it. And I don't think they need to start him. You have Jordan Birch who comes in from the portal. He's a pretty obvious starter at 6'6", 6'5", 290. Uh, and then you have Mace Funa, who's a returning veteran that's played some good football for you if you're this Oregon coaching staff. So there's not that pressure to start him right away. There's not that need to start him right away. But that said, Oregon hasn't had a defender with this much hype and maybe this much promise since on Thibodeau back in the 2019 season. And he didn't even play a whole lot of ball right away. But that said, I think that Mateo is just really developed as far as his technique goes, um, his skill set. We've heard from coaches. We've heard from players about how uh, varied his pass rushing skill set is, has a lot of moves that you don't typically see a true freshman be able to 
uh, kind of deploy at an at an early uh, early age, early stage. So I think Mateo Uyunglele is definitely the guy I'm going to go with on uh, on defense. But go give that story a read to hear about some people that aren't Mateo, um, because it might be a little bit more. That's a little bit more of an obvious pick. But as for offense, I'm going to go with wide receiver Jurion Dickey. Um, he's far and away the guy that's being talked about the most uh, among the freshman wide receivers, uh, and really just the freshman on offense. Iapani Laulu. The offensive lineman is another guy who's been generating uh, some, some buzz as well, but I don't think he's going to need to play uh, given all the, the the experience and production that the Ducks have ahead of him. So let's talk about Jurion Dickey. Um, again, we can just start with how developed he is physically. He's listed on the Oregon roster at six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pounds. So. He's a guy that I, I've gotten to see a couple of times during his high school career, and he definitely has a, a commanding physical presence. Um, he's a really good route runner. Um, I think that's probably a little bit of an underrated aspect of his game because when you have a guy who's as athletic and as physical as Jurion is, you kind of just tend to focus on how does he do and, and you know these uh, these one-on-one matchups where you just kind of the jump ball situations when you need a guy to just high point the ball. Um, I think that he's obviously really, really good at that. And he just muscled all away from a lot of defensive backs. Granted, now he's going to be going against college defensive backs, but um, I think that he is, is, is a guy and he's someone that I think can, can definitely make an impact for the in this wide receiver room, even though it might be the deepest wide receiver room we've seen in Eugene, uh, in quite some time. That's a room that also has Gary Bryant, Troy Frank, Trayshawn Holden, Tyler Casper. Uh, but what makes Jurion special, I think, is what he's able to do with the ball in his hands after the catch. This is a playmaker wide receiver if you've ever seen one. And he's also a guy who returned kicks at the high school level. So um, that just shows you that his coaches just want to get him on the field and want to touch the ball. Uh, as much as possible. So similar to what we saw with Mateo and kind of what I was saying along those lines, I don't think that uh, Jurion maybe has as clear of a path to early playing time as Mateo does. But part of that is just because of the lack slash uncertainty of the depth at edge rusher. You have Jordan Birch and Mace Funa. You also have Mateo and Tatum Tuioti. Blake Purchase is another guy that we're hearing about. Uh, in ball camp a little bit, um, but as for that receiver room, I think it's a lot more, a lot more stacked, and you have a lot more experienced guys that you can probably turn to for early playing time. But definitely give me Jurion Dickey as the offensive freshman that uh, can make the biggest impact for uh, Oregon here in 2023. 